Due to some technical difficulties, the quality of the audio on some portions of this episode is diminished. We apologize for the inconvenience. This issue has been resolved in future episodes. Well, hey friends, welcome to the AGWM Leadership Podcast. Super excited to hang out with you guys today. And we're going to be having a conversation with David Spear, talking about self-awareness and self-management. So David, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So I'm the Caribbean Area Director. Okay. And uh, we've been Area Directors for about four years. So had two years before COVID, two years, and everybody knows what the last two years have been like. Yeah. A lot of challenges. A lot of challenges, yeah. So in your journey of being an area director, um, what what have you learned about yourself? What have you learned about self-awareness? Hmm. Well, I have learned a considerable amount about myself and how I show up in different situations. Okay. Um, early on, and you know, as our as we came in as area directors, there was a situation on the field with a family. We had two families on the field that were in very high conflict. Mm -hmm. And I quickly discovered is because I couldn't respond quickly and get to that location, had to have a Zoom meeting. It was a five hour Zoom meeting. Oh my goodness. And after I, you know, reflected on that five hour Zoom meeting and talked with my wife, it was probably the next day because I was so exhausted after it. But no doubt. But trying to work through things, I I thought about the way that I showed up in that meeting hmm. and the way that I responded to the stimulus. And I didn't like it. I didn't like I didn't like the anger that I felt. I didn't like the anger that I expressed. I didn't like the how I felt intimidated mm-hmm. by the other person in some ways. Mm-hmm. I'm just going vulnerable. Oh my goodness, I, absolutely. I mean, I did. I felt Appreciate in some that. ways that it just, I did not like how I handled myself. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, COVID, I think, happened or played a large part in this as well because yeah. wondering, okay, now I can't visit anybody. I can't do the area director thing. I'm stuck in my house. Everybody else is stuck in their house. What do I do? Yeah. And so there was a lot of those feelings of, can I, can I do this? You know, can I continue to do the right thing? Yeah. As an area director, I'd, I had to learn a lot about myself and the things that were underlying, you know, maybe underlying my anger mm-hmm. when I would show up in an angry situation or just when I would show up and I would be worried about something or I had fear in a certain meeting yeah. and I'm more focused on myself yeah. and I'm not showing up with all of my gifts and talents and abilities because I've got all this internal stuff happening inside of me. Yeah. I mean, you've just said two or three just incredibly powerful things. And first of all, thank you so much for being vulnerable because the reality is every single one of us have baggage. And sure. we all bring it with us into our leadership. Right. And that baggage affects how we are able to lead and those we lead. Right. And for you to be open and to share that is very meaningful. So thank you very much. I really, sure. really, really appreciate it. So you get done with this Zoom meeting and you begin to reflect and realize, wow, um, there were some, some real issues going on internally. Was that kind of the, the start of your journey? in self-awareness? Oh no, I've been, uh, this is something that I've had to be aware of. I, I, well, I think that I, I did it 
purposefully, mm -hmm. but I've had other times of reflection when I realized that I did not show up in the right way. Um, probably not enough time on the podcast to go into all of those, yeah. but, but it's not just your emotions when you're thinking about self-awareness. It's, it's also your motivations. Okay. Why, why are you doing what you're doing? Okay. Are you doing it for the right reasons? Are you calling that missionary for the right reason? And because, you know, or, or is it because you're trying to get them to do things your way mm. and they disagree with you? Yeah. Um, are you responding? I guess for me, I've discovered the right way is a way of love mm. and not a way of maybe manipulation or responding out of fear to somebody else's manipulation tactic. Okay. So step one, you're like, you're, as you're looking at yourself and kind of stepping outside of yourself and what looking at yourself looking at the way you respond that's kind of the skin level of self-awareness which is an important one because oftentimes i don't know that um, i always step back and really think what was i how did i come across and how was i feeling but what i hear you saying here is more important than that or it's important beyond that to go deeper and to really understand what's motivating those different parts of how I'm responding and how I'm engaging in this conversation. Right. So really in self-awareness, there's two, I've discovered there are two kind of components. One is the internal. Okay. So you're acknowledging how, how you're feeling in that moment, how you're showing up in that moment. You're thinking about what are my motivations? Yeah. Um, am, I, am I acting according to my values in this moment? Mm-hmm. Or am I responding to some other stimulus? Okay. Um, then the second component is more external. Mm -hmm. It's the way I'm, so after you thought about how am I showing up, then you think about how does, how does or how has the way that I've shown up in this conversation affected the other person? Yeah. And that one, man, when that one hits home, when I think about my family and I think about, because all of us are leaders, you know, at one level or another, but I think the most for me, the most critical leadership role that I carry is dad yeah. and husband. Absolutely. And so I think about all the times that I've shown up, um, that I am worried about something or I'm angry about something and I've, you know, shown up in a way that I'm, I'm not paying attention to the needs of my kids. Mm -hmm. Or they're thinking that, you know, they can't approach me, you know, maybe walking on eggshells because of however I'm showing up in that situation. Yeah. Maybe I'm like, coming across as like I'm this angry guy. I'm really not, but it's just, I'm just trying to be real. You know? No, no, and the, which is so important um, because it's, it's in those pressure moments a lot of times where some of those things start to emerge right. and where it helps us start down a path of discovering, well, who am I and what are these things? So how, did you, how do you go down that, that deeper level to figure out what the motivations are. And then there's a third level I heard you talk about, which is values, but start with motivations. How do you move from, well, this was my response, but I, I don't know, sometimes I respond to things and I'm not even sure why I did it. So how do you move from, from this is what's externally visible, visible to understanding motivation? Right. Well, for me, it, it's very helpful to have someone in your life that that loves you no matter what, mm -hmm. but will speak truth to you. Yeah. That will speak honestly to you. And my wife is that person. Okay. And so she would ask me, you know, why did you say that? Why yeah. did you act? Why did you do that? Why did you act that way? And mm -hmm. 
And for a while, you know, you can bluff and like, well, you know, uh, it's just whatever, you know, and you can come up with some excuse to make a false piece. Yeah. Or you can sit with it and think and really say that, I, you know, I don't know why. And I, there was a lot of, I don't know why. Mm. I don't know why I did that. I've discovered like a lot of times under the emotion of anger, there is something deeper under it. Yeah. I think there, there's like a righteous anger mm -hmm. when there's an injustice and you're mad at that injustice. Mm -hmm. But many times underneath anger is fear, mm -hmm. is hurt, mm -hmm. could be that you're sad about something. Yeah. Could be that you know that you feel shame. Mm -hmm. And the other, you feel shame from another person, and so it's coming out as like anger. So I had to get down into the underneath of why am I showing up angry in this situation? Why am I showing up afraid in that situation? Yeah. And I couldn't do it on my own. Okay. And so I, I asked for help. I found a counselor. Wow. And just we begin to explore and talk about like how I'm showing up and. He just asked a lot of great questions that helped me to dig deeper mm -hmm. and to understand myself better. And also helped me to have some tools to, to be able to kind of manage that day to day. How am I showing up? Yeah. And so that I can be more present mm -hmm. and actually use the gifts and talents that God has given to me to be a blessing to the body of Christ in whatever leadership situation I find myself in. Yeah, that, that's so good because the things that we're talking about become interference to really what God is calling us to do in taking care of and pastoring the people that he's yeah. given us to lead. Right. Um, and you bring up, I think, a, a, such an amazing point of that oftentimes um, we're not going to get to the bottom of our motivations by ourselves. Yeah. And having someone help us walk through that, and in your case, you've talked about two, two different people, your wife being one of them, and then saying, hey, I actually need a little more, so I'm going to go to, to get some help from a counselor, right. which, is, which is such a sign of strength. You know, so often we think that um, those who don't need help are the strong ones, but really I think, and I think Brene Brown talks some about this. Is, is, she does. Yes, she's, she's amazing. Yeah. Um, when she talks about those who ask for help are really the strong ones. And um, I just, what a great reminder that man a, sh a sign of strength is asking for help because if we can get the help we need we can be who god wants us to be as we lead people right yeah right so that's kind of the story of of self-awareness yeah um, what i discovered as far as self-management or some people call it self-regulation mm -hmm. is so you've discovered this about yourself now what are you going to do yeah and um, how, what, what do you do with it when, mm -hmm. you know, there you discuss, like, I just, that guy made me so angry or, you know, I, why did he say that to me? I, that really hurt my feelings. Well, maybe I'm being too sensitive and there's something in your past, but what are you going to do about it? Right. You can't just wallow in it. You can't just, you know, you're an adult. You can't always blame it on, you know, how you grew up or yeah. Something in your past, you're an adult, and you have to make a choice about what you're going to do with it. Absolutely. And so for me, that's uh, that's just I kind of that's the journey now, is that when I you know am in a situation and I become aware of of something that like I didn't show up the way that I wanted to, mm -hmm. 
then then I I go through a process on almost a daily basis uh, it's called the prayer of examine. And had that for us. Well, the, the prayer of examine, it's kind of an ancient practice, but it, it really has its roots in Psalm 139. Mm. So you see in Psalm 139, David starts out and he's, you know, you have searched me and you have known me. Mm -hmm. And then he talks about all the wonderful things that, that he's aware of that God knows about. You know, knows when he lies down, knows when he gets up. He knows all my thoughts. He knows the words that are forming on my lips. And, you know, that he created me, he knit me together. And yeah. then he gets to the very end and he asks the Lord, he says, search me and know me like examine me yeah and examine my heart test my heart and see if there are be any anxious ways in me mm -hmm. some 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 versions just have it as thoughts others yeah. are cares mm -hmm. but it's it's those weighty issues like lord get inside of the the inside of me and discover the places where i'm not trusting you mm -hmm. so for me a lot of that self-awareness and when I'm not showing up how I want to, mm -hmm. I discovered that those are times when I'm not trusting the Lord. Interesting. Those are places where I'm not putting my faith in Him and putting my trust in Him, that He's got me, mm -hmm. that that He's gone before me. Mm -hmm. um, and it just, it, for me, that's, it's just, am I, am I building that trust in the Lord? And then he goes on, you know, after that, Psalm 139 at the end, he says, and see if there be any grievous way in me. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm, I'm, then it's, I think to me, it's like outward. Yeah. Am I, am I injuring others? Am I hurting others? Am I missing opportunities to be a blessing? Mm -hmm. Because I'm navel gazing and I'm yeah. thinking about myself when I had a great opportunity to help somebody else, but I was too consumed with whatever was going on inside of me. Yeah. And so just doing that, reflection on a daily basis helps me to begin to change from the inside out yeah that now i'm in situations that before would have provoked me mm -hmm. and i'm just like oh i recognize you but i don't have to choose to act the same way and and i can show up in a different way i can really show up fully me with all those gifts and abilities that god has created in me and i can help lead and i can be a blessing in that situation so the prayer of examination really is something, as you say, you do every day. This is something that's preventative. In other words, I'm hearing you say this helps put my heart in the right place so that when I go into the meetings, I've already kind of decided how I'm going to respond to the triggers. I think it's preventative, but it's also prescriptive. Okay. Meaning like that it's the prayer of examine is not only to examine before you go into a meeting, like how is my heart? Lord, am I scared? Am I, why am I scared? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not trusting that you've gone before me. Yeah. So, but prescriptive in, in that, like, I examine, you know, I think you can't, I, you get to the point, I think, where you examine your heart quickly after, yeah. or you're in the moment. Mm -hmm. But at the at the end of the day, or maybe first thing in the morning, that you think about the previous 24 hours. Yeah. And you think about, Lord, how, how did I show up in those areas? And you're yeah. just quiet. And it's not really for any other way but to just invite the Lord into that place mm -hmm. and think about, Lord, how how are you coming to me in those moments? Because it's not like your anger is wrong. Anger is real. Yeah. And, it's, and it's not that it's wrong to be angry. Mm -hmm. But you need to understand why. Right. What's underneath that for me? And like, what area am I not trusting the Lord? Yeah. That's really good. Um, you said another thing that's really intrigued me. 
And you've talked about um, leadership is not about me. It's about the other person. Yeah. And I think our temptation, my temptation often, oftentimes is it's very easy to become focused on myself. Yeah. So just unpack that a little bit more of this principle of this reminder to yourself, hey, this is not about me, this is about them. So self-awareness and self-management are the first two kind of steps or components of emotional intelligence. Okay. And they are the understanding yourself and almost moving yourself and the obstacles that you could present in a leadership situation out of the way mm -hmm. so that you can then be empathetic and that's understanding the emotions of another yeah. and how so so you show up and you're you're in this meeting and you've had a bad day and you have a process you're not, you're not connected with what's going on with you but the other person on, on this Facebook or Facebook Zoom call, call. Zoom call is crying yeah and you don't know what's going on and if you can completely miss it in that moment if you are haven't dealt with your own stuff mm -hmm. that you can't show up and be a minister to them yeah. so that's empathy to be able to understand the emotions of another and then the last component is social skill so that's how do you help others manage their emotions yeah and there's a whole lot of that that goes into leadership yeah and I mean, those, they, they do say that the emotional intelligence factor when it comes to leaders, it, that's the difference between just run-of-the-mill leader and an excellent leader. Mm -hmm. Because you've removed yourself out of the way and you're helping other people to kind of regulate and manage their emotions so they can focus on the task at hand. Yeah. Which for us, it's, you know, establishing the church. Yeah. So, um and there's a whole lot of that interaction, obviously, that happens in all of our teams. We're all human beings. We're all made differently. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think, just being aware of yourself and aware of the needs of others. And how do we all go together as the body of Christ to establish the church? Yeah. David, I continue. I just continue to, to be challenged by um, the concept of really intentionally, intentionally taking off ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so that we can be present for the other person. And what an important part of that is in leadership. And it's so easy to come in with baggage. And I really appreciate your intentionality in doing that. That's been a, that's been a challenge to me today and a good one. Like a, something that I can take home and really chew on thinking through. So, um, so when you're thinking about our colleagues who are listening to this, if there was a new one coming in, if I was a new area director just just coming in, what would be your words of wisdom to me kind of as we close down the podcast? I would, I would say it's important to know yourself. Um, understand your personality. Understand what your needs are in that leadership role. Um, what are your needs for rest? What are your needs for living life in a healthy way? And that you would establish that before day one. Mm. Day one is going to happen and, and it will snowball quickly. You will be blown away by how many emails hit your inbox, how many problems are now yours. <laughs> and if you aren't intentional beforehand, if you don't have those things in place beforehand, yeah. it will be very difficult to put them in place. And I say that because they weren't in place for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so it takes like double or triple the effort to put them in place afterwards. And it, I mean, that's honestly still a process I'm in is trying to work those things out and be an area director, still love the Lord and still love life 
and and just be able to be happy in the middle of a very highly pressurized role. Yeah. So I love that. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your story. Sure. I know there were, there were huge nuggets of value and truth in that that, that ministered to me and I know are going to minister to those who listen to it. So thanks a lot. Pleasure. Hey friends, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Looking forward to catching you next time. Bye.